Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. From the Dexcom G6 Studios, the future of diabetes management is here. Visit dexcom.com to learn more. I am Dave Graveline. I am Chris Graveline. This, the broadcast for April Fool's Day weekend, but you would be hearing it either on Saturday or Sunday, April 2nd or 3rd, so it won't matter and we're not going to prank you. Well, that's the April Fool's joke, that it's not really April Fool's Day now. When you're hearing the show. Yes. But it, because we always use the Friday dates leading into every weekend, so people know when they want to come to intotomorrow.com, check the show notes and hear their calls and answers and all that fun stuff, we always use the Friday dates. So it's April Fool's Day show. Right. On Saturday or Sunday. Correct. The second or third. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have I yet mentioned to be sure and check your spam filters? I had two more just before we came to broadcast this very broadcast, legitimate emails that I found in my spam, and you tell me you don't check yours very often. What's well, up with I, that? I, I've checked it, just not every day, but when I do, I haven't had any legitimate emails. Cause Nonsense. The only person that ever emails me is you. Malarkey. <laughs> I had two more just earlier today. So that's the important thing about, I don't know what's going on with spam, but people are getting found in spam or stuck in spam lately. So do check your spam filters. Oh, and just as importantly, be sure to back up your important data regularly and often. Yeah. That might be considered one and the same, but... It might be redundant and repetitive all over again. Just a little. we got some tech news and commentary for you, and then we're going to get to Lynn in South Carolina, among others, joining us on the program today with questions, comments, concerns, maybe some tech rage, whatever the case. So right out of the box, just because I love getting you going on the subject of electric vehicles. Oh, boy. Uh, Canada is joining the ranks of countries and states planning to ban sales of combustion engine cars. Oh, great. Our friendly neighbors to the north have outlined an emissions reduction plan that will require all new passenger car sales to be zero emission models by 2035. Mm -hmm. The government will gradually ramp up pressure on automakers requiring at least 20% zero emission sales by 2026 and 60% by 2030. The country is also offering 1.7 billion Canadian dollars to extend incentives for buying electric cars and other zero emissions vehicles. So once again, just like here in the U.S., those of us who do not have EVs, electric vehicles, have to subsidize with our tax dollars those that want to get one. Right. And I think those with electric vehicles should subsidize our fuel costs. Especially these days. <laughs> yes. Now, I can hear people screaming at their radios. If you have not seen my most recent fake, fake book post, I almost said Facebook, but fake book post, because that's what it is, the anti-social media platform, please visit at Dave Graveline. Feel free to follow me. I'll follow you back if you mention the show. And read what I wrote. I've gathered a bunch of information from multiple sources, mind you, okay? And it's not a political post, so don't go there. It's a post with accurate information about batteries, right? Mm -hmm. How they're made, what happens to them, not just batteries for electric vehicles, but all kinds of batteries. I've had a lot of people reacting to it and sending me messages about it and, and 
commenting and sharing the post, feel free to check it out. And please tell me what you think. I've had some people that say, put me on your show and I'll debate you about this. Well, what's the debate? I'm, I'm listing information that occurs. All right. How batteries are built, the materials that have to be used, uh, what happens to them when you think they're dead. They're not really. I mean, we've all had these flashlights that get ruined because you find one in a drawer. You haven't changed the batteries in forever. And they've got all this acid all over them. We talk about that in this post. Well, what do you think happens with all other kinds of batteries as well? And what do you think powers the batteries, especially rechargeable batteries? So just something that you might want to look at. Take a gander. And this is exactly why I like bringing up the subject of EVs. <laughs> because it gets me going? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Do you have an EV? No. Do you plan to have one? No. Well, not, not until I'm forced to because they ban all other sales. <laughs> exactly. But in the meantime, you want the roar of an engine. You know, it was, it was like years ago when, when phone, cell phones came out. You, you lost the, the pleasure of being able to slam the phone down and hang up on somebody. Yeah, because like, you'd crack your screen if you did that. Right. You know, I like when I'm driving, I like, you know, when I'm, when I'm finally passing someone slow, hitting the gas and hearing the engine as I go past now, them. Okay, now wait a minute. See, your son even points out your road rage. You've got to stop that. And these days especially, you told me you were keeping an eye on your miles per gallon fuel consumption and how you were trying to save gas these days by not flooring it. And yet you just admitted to me and the world that you're doing well, it still because, anyway. Well, because I'm saying that I can't do that in an electric vehicle. I don't get that roar of the engine as I angrily floor the no, gas pedal. but... People with electric vehicles can argue that you can go by someone much faster and quietly as you flip them off. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of electric vehicles, Elon Musk, chief executive of Tesla, or as he says, Tesla, said in many tweets that he's giving serious thought to creating a social media platform because Twitter is, quote, failing to adhere to free speech principle, close quote. He's absolutely right about that. Most people have asked him to just buy Twitter and turn it around. We can only hope and pray that he does that. Although, I think he should buy Twitter and shut it down. That's a good idea. What do you think? I mean, really. I mean, he can start it back up again when he allows other people to come back on and tweet and keep it, in fact, open for free speech. But I think he should just buy it, shut it all down, freak everybody out, and then just turn it on again because he'll have owned it and all the servers and everything, and he can just do what he wants with it. I think that would be awesome. I'm hearing Gordon Ramsay in my head now. Shut it down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. I hope he does buy Twitter, but I think if he just starts another anti-social media platform it'll be like the what is it truth justice no social truth Truth social truth social that that the ex-president has done which we hear has not taken off so well a lot of technical issues the one that i signed up for like two months ago and my uh, wait list number hasn't changed a single digit since then yeah you were like three hundred thousand <laughs> something two hundred eighty-nine thousand and change yeah. Gee, wow and i couldn't even do it because i'm a droid 
So last I heard, they're still not making it available yeah, yet. Not, you're not missing anything. For, apparently not, <laughs> if you can't get on it. Yeah. So that's what concerned me about Elon, if he were to do his own brand new one, although he's got the money and the smarts and the engineers and everybody else to, to actually make it work if he does that. But why do another one? My gosh, there's way too many out there as it is. And instead, buy Twitter, shut it down. And at some point, a couple of weeks later, maybe, open it back up again and invite everybody on it. There you go. I think that would be truly awesome. Mark our words on the April Fool's weekend show, although I'm very serious about that. It's not a, not a prank. <laughs> not punking anyone. The U.S. Federal Communications Commission has deemed all products and services from the Russia-based cybersecurity firm Kaspersky an unacceptable risk to national security. According to the FCC's release, the move comes in an effort to uphold 2019's Secure and Trusted Communications Networks Act, which requires the agency to publish a list that details any communications equipment or services which may present a risk to national security. Hmm. The FCC published its so-called covered list for the first time in March 2021 when it named Chinese companies like Huawei, ZTE, and Hikvision, among others. With this year's update, Kaspersky is the only company based in Russia. The company's inclusion on the list means that it's banned from receiving support from the FCC's Universal Service Fund. According to Reuters, the $8 billion fund is used to maintain communication services in rural areas and for low-income users and facilities. Interesting. And you know, and that probably, I'm sure, means that uh, they're uh, urging federal or government entities to not have Kaspersky yeah. software installed in any government computer. And that's a shame because we've had Kaspersky on the show years over the years, and they've had really good software for antivirus and fighting malware and things of that nature. But understandably... If there, in fact, is any chance of control by the Russian government, then they're not to be trusted these days. Yeah, of course, you know you heard me mention on that list one of the companies, Hikvision, which mm. is the parent company to EasyViz, which you have some you know, EasyViz security cameras yeah. installed. Yeah. So much for security. Yeah. Of course. Then again, we've also got uh, what Eagle Eye. We also have some uh, half the time not working Ring cameras. Uh, we've got Simply Safe that really is more Simply Sucks. Uh, cameras, uh, a bunch of stuff that we test regularly that are in and around our studios and my house and so forth. And I figure if, if somebody's invading my privacy, go for it. You know, you want to see me walk around in my uh, boxers? <laughs> That's your business. <laughs> but, but they're mostly for outside in my various perimeters to the uh, Graveline man's. You know? mm -hmm. uh -huh. Instagram officially introduced two new options last week allowing users to view their feed in chronological order, favorites and following. Favorites seems most useful if you want to keep track of a handful of your IRL friends who may not post as frequently as other creators or accounts you might also follow. It's also the closest Instagram has ever come to offering a list to help you sort who you follow, like Twitter does, frankly. The fix isn't permanent, however, and the app will continue to throw you back to the algorithmic feed and especially forcing you to see anything that they're making any money on. Well, that's you know my biggest issue with Facebook is you know unless you go in and select the the, the timeline setting, it's you're always seeing things in the order that Facebook wants you to see them in. And yeah. sometimes, as you and I have discussed, you've done posts that I haven't seen in four or five days yeah. since you posted because yeah, Facebook didn't want me to see it. Exactly, like my recent post about batteries. 
And it starts off with, this is worth the read. Take the time. Might take you all of two minutes, three minutes at the most, I think, to read through it. But then tell me what you think. Share it if you are so inclined. React if you are so inclined. Follow me if you are so inclined. All the anti-social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, anything you can think of. I'm pretty much on everything because of the show. At Dave Graveline. The at sign, Dave Graveline, one word, whatever, one name. And if you mention the show, as I always say, I'll follow you back. So there you go. Follow for follow, I think they say. There you go. Here's something cool. About 50 years we'll ago, be the judge yeah. of that. About 50 years ago, in December of 1972, NASA astronauts Eugene Cernan and Harrison Schmidt drilled into the surface of the moon to collect lunar soil samples for transport back to Earth. Mm-hmm. This week, NASA finally opened one of the vacuum-sealed samples for the first time. And they waited especially then, in order to do this. Right. The tube is a time capsule, not only from the deep geological history of the moon, but also from an earlier time in the space age when our tools were more primitive. Ah. Lori Glaze, director of NASA's Planetary Science Division, said that NASA knew science and technology would evolve and allow scientists to study the material in new ways to address new questions in the future. So they purposely kept these, and I believe there's another one as well, they haven't opened yet, but kept this sample so that in the future, when our science has become more advanced, we can study them in new ways. And that's what I think, doing. I think that's terrific. It reminds me of DNA. You know, has changed dramatically since I was a police officer, especially as a homicide detective, and the things that you can do with DNA now that we couldn't then, because that's why you save evidence and you store things and you open old cold cases. And I think that's great. That NASA now have they indicated yet that they've been able to do anything differently with these fifty years, right? Yeah, fifty-year-old rocks. They haven't. The testing has just started, so I'm sure we're, you know we're going to be hearing some some cool things soon coming from NASA. Yeah. Oh, I like that idea very much. We'll have to see what happens. Lynn in Trenton, South Carolina, listens online at intotomorrow.com. Welcome into tomorrow, Lynn. Hey guys, I live in a rural area of South Carolina. Many years ago, I had a hotspot through AT&T, and it worked great. I got a couple of updated ones through them over the years, but, of course, there was always a small added charge. Well, this last one quit on me, and when I called for an updated one, whoever I was talking to didn't even know about hotspots. I tried explaining to him, and, oh, my gosh, it was even pictured on my account. Lord have mercy. Seriously. (laughs) He told me he could send me one for $500. What? I said, are you kidding me? After that, I switched over to consume your cell yarn, but they don't have hotspots either. My question is, why can't I just buy a hotspot somewhere? They did that with my iPad. I put a SIM card in from consume your cellular into my iPad and everything worked great. But I just want y'all to help me and tell me where I can go buy a hotspot. Verizon doesn't work here where I live, nor does T-Mobile. And I don't even want to deal with AT&T. Bless your hearts if you can answer these questions. I know it's not as big a technical question as maybe you normally have, but I need help. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you, Lynn, for calling in. And we do our best to help all of our listeners, but certainly your issue. And and bless your heart for calling us and letting us help you out. Surprisingly, finding a standalone hotspot is getting harder and harder, as you've discovered. Maybe having hotspot data included in every smartphone plan is killing them. Now, you say T-Mobile and Verizon don't work at your house. So, unfortunately, that leaves you with only one choice, AT&T. 
Even though you said you don't want to deal with them, those three are the only network providers. All others actually use one of those three networks, consumer cellular, as you mentioned, many others. Everybody says, oh, no, I don't deal with the big three. Trust me, I use so-and-so. Well, they use the big three. That's just how that works. AT&T, for example, is only selling three models at the moment. The Netgear Nighthawk, this is the one that costs $500, uh, an old-style stick of the kind that you plug into a laptop, and an in-car hotspot that looks like it plugs into an OBD2 port, the onboard diagnostics port in a car. Yeah, and outside of AT&T, things don't really get much easier. Everyone seems to be largely stepping away from those standalone hotspot devices. Now, the exceptions are T-Mobile and Verizon's 5G home internet, which look and act more or less like traditional modem router combos. But unfortunately, AT&T hasn't jumped into that game. And to be honest, if you're in a rural area, I wouldn't really hold your breath for 5G connectivity anyway. Yeah, I mean, we're promised 5G wireless connectivity all around. I've got some at my house, but you don't have any at yours. Right. And you're a couple of miles away. So, yeah, don't hold your breath for that. Now, outside of AT&T's official offerings, the only other option seems to be to buy an older device through a site like Amazon or eBay. There are plenty of older model hotspots up for sale that are definitely not equal, unfortunately. The hotspot device that AT&T is currently selling is a gigabit device. Some of the ones you'll see for sale online have bandwidth limits of as little as 100 megabytes per second, which might do the job for you, again, especially in a rural area. So depending on what you're used to, that may be acceptable or not. Yeah, it's also worth just going to AT&T's website and trying to get the current device through them rather than through a, a rep. Uh, it's currently listed for $250, not $500. Oof. And they're offering to finance it at about $7 a month for 36 months without interest. And that might be the way to go for you, Lynn, because if, if you can justify that expense of $7 a month, zero interest, you're not at least having to pay more, but you have to make sure that they will allow you to use it and if it doesn't work, get you out of that contract, take it back. Clearly, they should be doing that. Yeah, you just have to keep in mind that $7 a month is for the device itself. You still yeah. have to pay for the data for the hotspot, which is usually going to be probably you know between $50 and $70 a month. Right, and that's the AT&T that she doesn't want to deal with, and yeah. we don't blame her. Let us know what you end up doing, Lynn, because it'll certainly help other listeners. And we'll keep our fingers and eyes crossed all the way into tomorrow.com. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to invent help. You have nothing to lose. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. How would you like to feel your best every day? 
For over 40 years, Human Touch has designed high-performance massage chairs, ergonomic zero-gravity recliners, and targeted massage products that not only rejuvenate the mind and body, but have helped owners perform, sleep, and live better. Sitting in a Human Touch massage chair is the perfect way to unwind, relieve pain, or recover from a hard workout. And it's all from the comfort of your own home 24-7. Anytime you need to relax sore muscles, de-stress, or even just take a moment for yourself. Human Touch works with medical practitioners, world-class athletes, and award-winning design teams to provide therapeutic benefits daily, but also offer an aesthetic appeal that captivates the eye and enhances any space. Ready to learn more? Visit humantouch.com. Human Touch. Your best every day. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. That's 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. Welcome back into tomorrow as we introduce a brand new segment every week here on the program. One of the most important parts of a healthy lifestyle is making sure we get a good night's sleep. And there's more to that than a good pillow and comfy sheets. With this week's Into Tomorrow wellness tip brought to you by Human Touch, here's Victoria Ladock. Thanks, Dave. When it comes to sleep, quality is key. And an easy way to maintain sleep quality is with a consistent, calming bedtime routine. Try to turn off any electronics that emit blue light, which can trick your brain into delaying sleep. Go into relaxation mode with activities like listening to a book or a podcast. Adding daily massage to your bedtime routine does wonders for preparing your body and mind for more restorative sleep. Because serotonin is produced during a massage, it then creates melatonin, which helps us to fall asleep. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Victoria Ladock. Back to you, Dave. Thank you, Victoria. Lots of great stuff. Looking forward to that. The Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip is brought to you by Human Touch. For wellness every day, visit humantouch.com and rejuvenate your mind and body. This is Cameron Graveline. I bet that you have a question about anything involving consumer tech. Or maybe you want to help another one of our listeners and tell us what you liked or didn't like most about technology. Call me anytime at 800-899-INTO. Thank you. Call Cameron anytime 
because we'll also get the message. You know, he doesn't sound like he's going to be 10 in a week. I know. In a week, he's going to be 10 years old already. Of course, I think he was, you know, seven or eight when he recorded that one. Well, yeah, he was eight. Yeah. I remember. So, yeah, if you want to send your happy birthday, Cameron, good wishes, you can call the 800 number, use the app audio uh, portion, or hit the Ask Dave mic at intotomorrow.com because he loves hearing from our listeners as much as we do. And especially for his birthday, if you want to send him some birthday wishes, he will hear them. Then that'll be awesome. Yeah. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Are you sure? Yeah. And we welcome you back into tomorrow. We've got awesome prizes to share with you all the time, but some new ones added this week. And we always have to get the legalese nonsense out of the way. Did I say nonsense? The attorneys hate when I say that. Uh, because we have to say no promises, no guarantees. Yeah, but well, guess what? Mention two or three of the items that we're about to tell you when you call in. And we'll do our best to try to get at least one of them to you. That's how it works. And this week, some goodies include the following. From Human Touch. We uh, teased this one last week that you yes. don't want to call in. Oh. The Reflex 5S Foot and Calf Massager. Man, if you want to feel good and mellow out, especially the end of the day, if you've been on your feet all day or walking a lot or running or whatever, you want one of these. And they've sent us several to share with our audience. These things are valued like 250 bucks each. Yes. Oh, my God. And they're awesome. They really make you feel good. And, of course, it's all part of Victoria joining us on the program with a weekly wellness tip. And they said, you know what? Can we give away a bunch to your listeners? I went, yeah. What do you mean, can you? I insist. So they are. From Singsation Performer Deluxe All-in-One Party Karaoke Systems. From our friends from Vox. From TurboTax, uh, coming up on the end of this deadline, online code's good for any of their products to help you file your income tax fast and easily. Yeah, sorry to remind you, but if you haven't done your taxes yet, quickly participate. Call in a question, comment, whatever, and ask for a TurboTax code. From Skosh, they sent us just this week a bunch of Magic Mount Pro Charge 5 magnetic wireless charging mounts. Did you get all that out? I did. <laughs> From Cut and Go, we've got some more of those Into Tomorrow branded emergency seatbelt cutters and window breakers that are important to have in your car. Yeah, very true. So do participate, and you can do that any number of ways. If you've got a question about anything involving technology, or you want to help another listener add to our answer, or even correct our answer, hopefully not a lot of that happening, but if it's necessary, please do that. Either way, join us. Let us hear you on the air. Chris is about to tell you how easy it is for you to participate three major ways. So pick one. You could call the Ask Dave hotline if you're old-fashioned and like to use the phone as a phone. You don't have that's... to be old-fashioned. Well, if you use a phone as a phone, you're old-fashioned. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't use a phone as a phone. Yeah. I hardly ever. I use it as a hammer. Yeah. That's oh, why no. your screen cracks <laughs> all the time. No, I was thinking back to when I had the Nokia. Oh, gotcha. I think you could use as hammers. So. Yes. Um, that's, uh, that number is 800-899-4686. That's 800-899-INTO. So that's one of three that's easy one, ways. Right. Sorry. The other easy way is to use the free Into Tomorrow app for iOS and Android. There's a message to studio button there. Oh, so then you would just visit your app store for if you're an iPhone or an Android. Or if you have Windows 11, you can get those Android apps on Windows 11 as well. Now. There you go. And we hope that you w nobody's participated that way yet. So that would be a thrill. We'll get you something extra. If you're among the first folks to join us by using the app on your Windows 11 device, okay, just search those two words in your app store, Into Tomorrow. 
and then hit that message to studio button. Right. That's Al- number two. Alternatively, yeah, number you three, could, you could uh, stop by intotomorrow.com on anything with a browser and a microphone and click that Ask Dave microphone that'll pop up on the right side. Ah, very good. It might be the lower right, depending on if you're on a phone or a tablet or a computer or just the right side. Can't miss it. Little red microphone that says Ask Dave. Participate that way. So, so many easy ways and so many cool things to share with you. So do join us on Into Tomorrow. TikTok has been hit with another lawsuit from former content moderators who claim the job traumatized them. (laughs) Really? Wait, are these the fact checkers? They were traumatized? These these were content moderators. Hmm. Um, Ashley Velez and Reese Young, former contract content moderators for TikTok, alleged that their work involved reviewing, quote, unfiltered, disgusting, and offensive content, including child sexual abuse, rape, torture, bestiality, beheading, suicide, and murder. Now, wait, didn't they apply for the job and that was the job? Yeah. No, this is all according to a complaint filed in a California district court against TikTok and its parent company, ByteDance. They accused the company of negligence, alleging that it failed to provide adequate care to protect moderators from harm and support them after reviewing such content. Now, I'm not sticking up for TikTok by any means. No. And I don't want to come across as insensitive. But as you said, when your job is to view content and remove these kinds of videos, you kind of know what you're signing up for. Um, You know, maybe you shouldn't take the job. Now, now, however, if they took the job, they realized it was worse than they thought, which in some of these folks' cases, I'm guessing it is, and then they tried to transfer back to the other department they were in or, or do something else, and the company refused to allow that. Well, they might have something there. Yeah, but otherwise, you know, this is like kind of like uh, someone becoming a firefighter and then complaining that the department puts them in dangerous situations. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good analogy. I, that works. Wow. But why doesn't that surprise me? Yeah. Google and Spotify said this week that a future version of the Spotify app will allow users to sign up inside the app to pay Spotify directly for a subscription. Spotify's alternative billing system will be offered in addition to Google Play payments. Of course, our Into Tomorrow podcasts are always free, and you can get us on Spotify and anywhere that you might get your other podcasts. And we're not going to charge you anyway. But it's good to know that maybe if that's a way you want to pay, go for it. Yeah. And, of course, we just finished um, you know, announcing how uh, one of our prizes was a code for TurboTax. But because we're fair and balanced, I feel I also have to report that the Federal Trade Commission has sued into it, claiming that its tax filing service, TurboTax, purposefully misleads users into thinking the service is free. <gasps> what? According to the FTC, TurboTax primarily advertises its free services to consumers around the country, with two-thirds of tax filers opting not to purchase one of their premium options in 2020. Two-thirds, mind you. Yeah. Okay. The FTC had previously filed a complaint against the company through the U.S. District Court of the Northern District of California. However, the FTC announced that this complaint will be moving forward as a lawsuit that could affect millions of taxpayers. Wow. It specifically cited advertisements for the service that focuses on how it supposedly is free as being intentionally misleading. Samuel Levine, director of the Bureau of Consumer Protection, said TurboTax is is bombarding consumers with ads for free tax filing services and then hitting them with charges when it's time to file. You know, that's true, unfortunately, because they don't let you even see what the options are until after they've asked for all your information. you got to go through all the steps. You know, in my case, it took me a couple of days to work on my taxes. And then at the very end, here's my options. You can, you can pay for this or this or this. Right, because they don't tell you ahead of time that, yes, you can file for free, 
but only if you have a single W two yeah. that you're that you're filing. Oh. If you get through all this stuff, then you find out. Oh wait, no, I had a I had a file for for uh, interest income or something. Mm-hmm. Now now you have to pay for their their services in order to file. You know, any company that misleads the public, whether it's Intuit and their TurboTax, which we've we've had them on the show, and when we give away some of their codes, so at least that way you don't have to pay. Uh, but the fact is, they should be clobbered for misleading the public. And yet, apparently, from your story here, they continue to do so. Yeah. So, you know, they need, in my opinion, they need to tell a consumer, you know, yes, it is free, but here's the restrictions before you go, go through the trouble and spend all this time, you know, sorting everything out. Yeah. How do you feel about that? 800-899-INTO. Have you had that experience? Not just with TurboTax, but with any company. Anybody kind of leading you down the road of you get a massive discount or this is free, just do it, and then you get to the end of whatever you've done, and now they want money. That's inappropriate for a lot of reasons. Let us know at 800-899-INTO. And let's meet at intotomorrow.com. take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does? Hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills. Just pour them in and Hero does the rest. So easy to use and saves me so much time. I never miss a dose. I'm never late for a dose anymore. And that is so critical to me. What I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use. And I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget, did I take that pill or not? Because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing, but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-781-6764. That's 1-800-781-6764. 1-800-781-6764. United We Stand, 1-800-781-6764. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero copays on many services, and zero deductibles. Call 800-901-5093. That's 800-901-5093. 800-901-5093. If you don't have final expense insurance, this message is for you. 
Life Care provides valuable whole life insurance to help cover final expenses, medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance, available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. Call Life Care at 800-956-0683. Welcome back into tomorrow here with another tech fact for you to share. IBM created the first smartphone, believe it or not, back in 1994 called the Simon Personal Communicator. It was a combination phone and touchscreen personal digital assistant with a battery that lasted about an hour. (laughs) But it was the first actual smartphone. So it was an iPhone. Because you couldn't have any long conversations on it. No. I wouldn't be able to talk to you, for example. I beg your pardon. Just because we have a three-hour broadcast doesn't mean... Are you suggesting that I talk too much? I'm suggesting that there's no such thing as a short phone call with you. Not, not that it's a bad thing. I enjoy, well, then, I enjoy talking to I have you. a solution. Don't lie, number one. <laughs> and number two, stop calling me then. Just send me a text. Oh. Go ahead. Call me real quick because I think even though I'm in Do Not Disturb, I want the audience to hear what happens when you call my phone. Okay. All right. Are you dialing me? I not, am. Okay. Here we go. It's your son calling. You answer the phone now. That's right. You yeah. Better. <laughs> yeah. It's your son calling. You answer the phone now. Yeah. So, so guess who? Okay, you can hang up now. So, you know, guess who put that in my phone? It wasn't me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's why every time I hear that, it's like, oh, now what does he want? Because I don't use the phone for phone. I use the phone for texts. Well, because sometimes I, you know, I see, I got you. T- tongue tied. I will too much to tell you. My thumbs will get tired. Oh, my goodness. Uh, did I mention welcome back into tomorrow? I'm Dave Graveline. Uh, I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Stream Guys, streaming media solutions for the smartest businesses on the internet. Visit streamguys.com. Jump aboard the time machine. You got me. Jumping. Time to head into yesterday with this week in tech history. History, 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 history. Here's Chris. Here's Chris. This week, back in 1965, Intelsat 1 was launched from Cape Canaveral in Florida. This was the first commercial communication satellite to be placed in geosynchronous orbit. The satellite was nicknamed Early Bird, after the old adage, the early bird gets the worm. Oh, okay, I got you. In 1975, this week, childhood friends Bill Gates and Paul Allen decided to form a little business using their skills in computer programming. Pretty much. And so Microsoft was born. Paul Allen suggested the name Microsoft, hyphenated, short for microcomputer software. So how come they lost the hyphenation? I don't know. Just as well. Yeah. And we just refer to them as MS or the Blue Screen of Death Company or, yeah. You know, yeah. In 1981 this week, the Osborne One, the first successful portable computer, was unveiled at the West Coast Computer Fair in San Francisco. Cool. It had no onboard battery and was powered by an AC plug, but it was still considered portable since it could be carried around when packed. That ought to keep the little squirts happy. This week in 1994, Mosaic Communications Corporation, letter Netscape, was founded in Mountain View, California. Its Netscape web browser was once dominant, but lost to Internet Explorer and other competitors after the so-called First Browser War. Its market share falling from more than 90% in the mid-1990s to less than 1% in 2006. (laughs) 
And this week in 2010, Apple released the first-generation iPad, which quickly became the most popular tablet computer. During the first 80 days, 3 million iPads were sold. By the launch of the iPad 2 a year later, Apple had sold more than 15 million iPads. That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin, the most significant trade show for consumer tech and home appliances. Get more info at ifa-berlin.com. Alan in Ackerman, Mississippi, listens on Super Talk Mississippi, an awesome statewide network bringing you into tomorrow. Hey, Alan. With foreign countries using their cell phones for computer standalone instead of laptop and desktop, what are the advancements out there for the United States people looking into that and applying it to their lives? Well, Alan, good question, I think. We have access, of course, to the same hardware, operating systems, software, and networks that other countries have. So if there's something a different country is doing with their phones, we probably can as well. Ninety percent of what average people do in their personal lives can be done with a phone without needing to resort to a computer these days. Modern phones can run everything, banking apps, streaming apps, office suite type apps. You can even do your taxes on your phone. Yeah, and that's why Apple keeps trying to push the iPad as a computer replacement. iPads are far less flexible than fully featured computers, but they can easily do the bulk of what the average user needs or wants to do. Um, now, there's really not an awful lot you need to use a phone as a laptop replacement. Either everything is built in or uses an app that you can download from the device itself. Now, if you want to print, which is less and less common these days, you just look for a network printer, particularly something that adheres to the Google Print or AirPrint standards would help. Unfortunately, Google Print requires that you connect the printer to Google's servers, which isn't that great, but it will allow you to print from a phone at least. Yeah. Now, the fact that Apple continues to push, use an iPad as your computer, I think it's still very limited. Because if you've got an actual computer, whether it be a desktop or a laptop, and a tablet, don't you find yourself still going back to the computer for certain tasks? Because you really can't do everything on your tablet that you would on your computer, at least not successfully, I think. Well, I mean, if you're using you know online apps, especially like word processing, like Google Docs or even Office 365 on an iPad, you put a Bluetooth keyboard on the thing, and you really could well, use it as you would a computer. Yeah, but see, now you put a qualifier, add a Bluetooth keyboard. And yeah, it makes a difference. I've done that with tablets well, as well. Yeah. Android, of course, not not anything with a piece of fruit on it. Um, but, but I've done it with Android tablets. And yeah, it makes it much more functional. But if you're just talking about using a tablet in place of a computer for everything, I don't think that's realistic. I mean, we have a Toughbook tablet, Android tablet in the, in the control room. I've put a Bluetooth keyboard and Bluetooth mouse and used it as it was a laptop. And again, because of the accoutrement, you had that ability, and it made more sense. What do you think, our audience? Do you use a tablet only as your computer these days? I really want to know how that works for you. If so, terrific. And if you can do everything that you used to do on your computer, do tell us. And if not, be sure and tell us. I mean, we've got folks that tell us they use their phone for everything. But again, now that's pushing it. Much smaller screen, etc. And yeah, you can add an external keyboard, Bluetooth. You can do all that kind of stuff, too. But that's, I think, even if you have a, you know, a folding phone with a bigger screen, and that's still pushing it. What do you think? 800-899-INTO or the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com.
As always, we're thrilled that you've tuned Into Tomorrow. Thank you so much. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by our podcast partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Check them out if you're looking to start your own podcast. Visit blubrry.com. We don't mind the competition at all. Start a podcast. It's fun. Jason in Tyler, Texas, listening on KTBB AM and FM, sends the following email. He says, I have an encrypted Word file that I need to access, but I forgot the password I used when I saved it. Oh, how can I recover the password so I can access the file? Well, Jason, unfortunately, for the most part, you can't. If you could, the encryption would be worthless. Now, you can download paid software that will try, and if you get lucky, and if you had used a weak password, that may work. Having said that, those programs will try to crack the password via brute force, dictionary attacks, and similar methods. Yeah, if your password was simple, you may be able to get back in. If it was complex, you're likely out of luck. Um, now, this is one reason why using a password manager is usually a good idea. Uh, you can get apps for your phone that will allow you to store all of your passwords in one spot and access them with a single master password. Uh, just don't forget that master password and you'll be all good. Yeah, you don't want to forget the master password because that'll mess you up. But now, this is a good time for me to mention what I've done over the years and has worked exceptionally well for me, especially now that I can also access that same Word doc on my cell phone. With I've done a password-protected Word doc. Which is what got Jason into this issue in the first place. Right. <laughs> right. But of my passwords. And then, of course, I store them there. But then I also have a strong password to get into it that I don't forget. But if I should get old timer's disease or something, you know, I've I've put it somewhere where I can go find it where nobody else can and at least not know where it is or what would it's you, for. Where'd you put it? I'm not uh, going to tell you. Oh. Somewhere safe. Oh. If I remember where I put it. <laughs> but that has saved me more times than not. And I know, Jason, well, and, that if you had done that, and, and that wouldn't be your problem. But for everybody else, that might be a good solution. It's also saved me many times since you do it here for, for passwords here at the studio. I've come out to your desk many times. Like, yeah. Can you look up the password that we used for this account? Because I can't remember. Yeah. And many times I've said, dummy. Yes, hold on. <laughs> yes, it is, and that works. Let us know what you do. How do you save your passwords? Intotomorrow.com. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's the Into Tomorrow broadcast for the weekend of Friday, April 1st, April Fool's Day weekend. Welcome into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Uh, you sure? Yeah. You always sound so unsure. Of I'm always unsure of myself. Oh, all right. We got some tech news and commentary for you, and then jumping to your calls, including Steve in Wisconsin and a whole bunch of other folks participating on the program. And because we hear you on the show, you win some terrific prizes. And we got some really cool new stuff this week. Lots of great reasons for you to join us anytime at your convenience. So do consider that if you've got any questions, comments, concerns, tech rage, whatever the case as it relates to technology. We want to hear from you. 
Have you heard about that viral Devious Licks TikTok challenge? That's the one where kids were reportedly filming TikTok videos where you would vandalize school property. Yeah. Or how about the self-explanatory Slap a Teacher TikTok challenge? Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, if you're familiar with these stories that paint a very negative picture of the viral uh, TikTok video app, there's a chance that you learned about it from a marketing firm that Facebook hired to generate bad press for TikTok. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. According to a new report, Facebook hired marketing firm Targeted Victory to orchestrate and carry out an anti-TikTok campaign. One area that Targeted Victory appears to focus on is getting local media outlets to cover TikTok trends that could be dangerous or harmful to young people. In the days after the Slap a Teacher TikTok challenge spread, it became clear that such a trend didn't actually exist on the platform. Oh, wait, so it didn't even really happen. Right. But Facebook hired this agency to go to news media outlets to say, this is going on and you should report it. Whoa. Right. So it was a hoax that was initially spread via posts on Facebook. However, according to the report, Targeted Victory helped spread the fake challenge and even boasted about local news coverage on the non-existent TikTok trend that it was able to produce. Oh, man. Now, of course, that doesn't speak well for local news reporters that don't bother digging into the story before they do it. Yeah. Because if nothing else, a local reporter should have gone to TikTok and said, let me see some of these. What do you mean? There are none. So what's this person pitching us? Of course, the bad I mean, part as is... As you and I both know, we get thousands of press releases every day from all kinds of companies talking about all kinds of things. But we, we vet them if we're going to have either a guest on the show or do it in tech news, a little report, something like that. And if they don't, shame on them. Yeah, of course, you know this could also lead to the to creating those challenges because people, kids would would hear about it and they yeah. say, "Oh no, I want to do one of those." So they'll do a video, and then now all of a sudden, now there's videos that the news stations can find. Yeah, true, and then Facebook can say, "We told you, yeah, fake book, anti-social platform, mm-hmm. unbelievable." That's right. All social media is bad. That's true. Uh, we've said that all, all along. We're only on it because we need to be to help promote the show. The only social media that should exist anymore is radio. The original social media. Yes. Okay. A company called Nothing plans to introduce an Android-based smartphone that uses a Qualcomm Snapdragon processor and Nothing's own operating system. CEO Carl P. said, P. added the phone, number one, will launch this summer. I don't even know if they call it number one. It's just called phone, the number one in parentheses. Okay. (laughs) From a company called Nothing. All right. Will launch this summer and that he exceeds third-party support will help flesh out the Nothing ecosystem. So I can hear it now. So what do you use as a phone? Nothing. (laughs) It's like, no, no, no. Who's on first? No, who's on second? I mean, come on. Really? The company's called Nothing. Of course, it got us talking about it. Yeah. But who was on first? What was on second? I don't know who was on third. Oh, see, I got that wrong, too. (laughs) That's because nothing is right. Nothing makes sense. (laughs) Does that make sense? So it's called phone, the number one in parentheses. So you can look for that this summer if you just want to say, look, I use nothing as a phone. Interesting. Oh, boy. Steve in Kenosha, Wisconsin, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast and participating, we love you for it, with the message to studio button on the free Into Tomorrow app. Hey, Steve. Hi, Dave. Chris. Cameron. Quick question for all three of you. I have an old Chromebook that is no longer being updated. I was hoping I could put Linux on it. Super hard, easy, worth it. 
what are your opinions? Especially Cameron's. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, I can remember a time when listeners would call the show looking for our opinions. I know. But now they want Cam's opinion. Yeah, well, he's not here, so there. Yeah, that's true. He's in school <laughs> as we speak. But he's going to be 10 in a week. Unbelievable. Well, Steve, how hard or how easy it will be will largely depend on the hardware. Different Chromebooks run on different hardware, and some, of course, are better supported in terms of Linux kernels and drivers. If you want to try dual booting first to see how well your hardware can handle a more powerful operating system, you can look into Crouton or Gallium. Both will let you choose which OS to run. Now, that may bring you to the first big hurdle, though. Chromebooks are not powerful machines, and they typically don't have much storage at all either. Installing two OSs may require more storage space than your machine has, and you may need to jump in and commit to Linux. Yeah, and how well Linux will run really depends on the rest of the hardware. You can run some flavor of Linux on just about anything, but you may find it challenging to use as a daily driver if your computer is not powerful enough to handle day-to-day tasks. Now, the kind of serious Linux laptops that you'd use for day-to-day work don't dip too far below $1,000 yeah, and well. regularly cost much more than that. Uh, still, given your options, using a Chromebook that is no longer getting security updates is not very safe, and you can probably find some Linux distro that will run on your machine and allow you to use it more securely. Yeah. Good question, Steve, though, because I can see I like how you're thinking. I like how you're trying to make this happen, but it just may not be worth it. So hopefully you'll heed our advice, look into giving that a shot there, a couple of suggestions we made. And do please let us know, uh, and we'll share it with Cameron, and tell us how it worked out for you, or if it didn't, why do you think it didn't? And we'll be able to hopefully take it from there. And if you've got more input for Steve, let us know as well. Let's all meet at intotomorrow.com. take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does? Hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills. Just pour them in and Hero does the rest. So easy to use and saves me so much time. I never miss a dose. I'm never late for a dose anymore. And that is so critical to me. What I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use. And I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget, did I take that pill or not? Because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing, but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. 
The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses, such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral costs skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate log, call LifeCare at Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline during our 26th year on the air, bringing you the latest in fun, cool consumer tech gadgets and gizmos and products and services, all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow. I want to thank you for not only tuning in, but thank you in advance for joining us on the program, for calling in, if you will. There's now three very easy ways for you to participate, not just because we always share some goodies with you when we hear you on the air. Many of our guests and sponsors, other friends of the program, always sending us great things to share with our audience, so you certainly want to participate and win, but because it's so easy to do that. First of all, the free Into Tomorrow app. Just search those two words in your favorite app store, Into Tomorrow, and snag it for your iOS device, your Android device, what have you, and mash that button that says Message to Studio and participate that way. It's very easy. Or you can use the new way that a lot of people are taking advantage of on anything with a browser and a microphone. So your smartphone, your tablet, your laptop, your desktop, if you got a shoe phone, whatever the case, if it's got a browser and a microphone, you can join us at intotomorrow.com. Click on the little microphone on the lower right, depending on which browser you're using, that says Ask Dave. And then we ask you to do just three quick things when you use that method. And that is your first name, where you're joining us from, and how you hear the show. That way it fits in nicely to the program when we air your call, your help for another listener, your question, what have you. Or the old-fashioned way, if you actually use your phone as a phone anymore, you can dial 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. All of those methods are available to you at your convenience 24-7, so don't hesitate to join us anytime. Our next guest is with a manufacturer of ANC, or Automatic Noise Canceling Earbuds, Headphones, Bluetooth Speakers, and Audio Glasses. Very cool stuff. Senior PR Manager with Anchor Innovations and Soundcore is Adam Weissman. Adam, welcome into tomorrow. Thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me, Dave. 
by all time. Oh, it has been a while. We catch up with each other at various trade shows literally around yeah. the world. Uh, we've met up in, in Berlin and, and, of course, in Lost Wages, Nevada and everything. And you're right up the street from our Miami studios in Fort Lauderdale, so you're not yep. that far away. But glad you're able to join us on this method. And, of course, reminding our radio audience to always visit us at intotomorrow.com. Check out the video, in this case, with Adam, because we're going to be showing you these very cool things. Tell me first, if you will, about uh, Soundcore and Anchor, uh, the, the parent company, if you will, what that's all about, what you guys do. Absolutely. So uh, Anchor started actually 10 years ago. This is actually our 10-year anniversary for Anchor, the parent company. Um, and a couple of years ago, back in 2017, we, we split off different parts of the brand. So for example, all of our audio products are now under our Soundcore brand. We have two other brands being Eufy and Nebula, uh, Eufy being the uh, smart uh, appliances like Vac RoboVax and also like doorbell, like security products and Nebula, our projector brand. But today we're talking about Soundcore. So Soundcore you know, handles all of our Bluetooth speakers, our earbuds, um, and now we have these really cool sound core frames that I'd like to tell you about. And show us, which is really cool. And show you. Because yeah, show while you. there are some other uh, eyeglasses that also will provide audio and in some cases do all sorts of virtual reality these days, yours are unique in, in several ways. The fact that, of course, you guys specialize in doing a, a lot of unique uh, Bluetooth uh, you know, connections and so forth. And audio is a, is a key factor. So tell me about yep. Soundcore's frames. So the Soundcore frames, what, what we did was we kind of thought like there are really three different parts of any pair of glasses, if you think, uh, if you think about it. There's the, I call them the arms. Some people call them, I think, the temples that go over your ear. There's the actual frame and there's the lenses. So what we did was we divided them up into those parts. So these are really the the workhorse of the Soundcore frames. And, and of I course, what you're holding here. up for those listening on the radio, not yet seeing the video, oh, yeah. the, those would be the arms, as, as we would refer to them. Mm -hmm. And you say that's really got all the brains in them, right? That's this, that's what does yeah. the job. Yeah. This has These have the battery in them. They have the wireless chipset, the, the Bluetooth chipset. They have the charging mechanism. They have the speakers. Um, and then they connect to one of 10 different styles of actual frames with a lens so nice. I, I just put on i just put on a pair of sunglasses well you're we really have... styling now you look like a, a celebrity that you know doesn't want to be seen <laughs> with those sunglasses. i think i look i look good in this one i look really good i yeah. like how these look on my face but you know we have we have 10 different frames that we'll offer so if i hold them up to the camera uh, these these are a clear pair, so they actually have blue light filtering lenses. We have we will offer ten different frame styles uh, in different shapes and sizes. Eight of them will have polarized lenses, you know, like a traditional pair of sunglasses. Yeah. And two of them will have these blue light filtering lenses. And we have again, we have you know uh, ones that have a plastic frame. We have wire frames. We have the clear ones that I just showed that they have a clear frame with sunglasses. We have black frames. We have some, let me grab a pair here. We have some really uh, fashion forward, if you will. Oops, they're stuck. Um, well, they're stuck together. So, uh, but you know, we have different bits at the tape. We have like different models and it's really easy to, to connect them. So using the, the arm, you simply, there's a, 
in the in the frame there's actually a little receptacle and the it's a friction mount you just simply stick it in and it clicks and now it's secure so ah. no matter what you do it's not magnetic some some frames are magnetic but you know man, no matter what you do it's not going to fall off so if you uh somebody actually just yesterday just asked me you know what if you tilt your head down do they fall off does do the arms come off and you really have to it's not too hard to get them apart it's meant to be taken put on and removed uh so that you know you can have multiple frames uh as an accessory and it's it's a great way to change your style up or change your function up you know um and in the in the arms there are speakers and microphones so you can listen to music you can take phone calls you actually have controls on the outside uh so they're touch sensitive so you can swipe for like next track uh volume control and you can set that all up in the soundcore app available both on google and on ios now, a, a question I'm but, even know, getting right away, Adam, from the guys in the control room. Can they be adapted to use prescription lenses? Because I'm thinking now, you know, as they are, there may be some concern there where somebody certainly wants to take advantage of the sound core audio capabilities as well. But prescription lenses might yeah. be something that they need. Yeah, so you can, you actually can. Uh, we don't handle that, but if you take it to your eye doctor, optometrist, ophthalmologist, I don't wear glasses, so yeah. I don't really know. It's a new world for me. But yeah. if you were to take it to your eye doctor that handles uh, getting glasses set for you, you could you can put prescription frames in them. Okay, yeah, I, I would think any any set. optical center or eye doctor, as you mentioned, should yeah. be able to do that. You're just going to take whatever frames you want to use. Uh, and what's unique, yeah. I think, about this is the fact that, again, all the guts, if you will, all the brains of it, the, the stuff that you're really paying for in terms of the electronics, uh, are in those arms. So that's what, that's why it's, it seems very easy to swap frames. If you're going to be working on the computer, but you still want to have that capability, then you throw on those, you know, the, the blue light uh, concerned uh, lenses or, or frames. There you go. And then you're working on the computer, but you're still listening to your music or taking your phone calls that way or what have you. And then when you go right. outside, you put on those style and sunglasses. <laughs> very cool. Yep. And what are we so, talking uh, cost-wise and availability before we get into some of the other cool things and, and how folks can even get them? So th what we're going to do is the, the easiest way is on soundcore.com when we, we launch these in on November 1st, um, they'll, you'll be able to pick up a, a package that looks like this. In the package, um, you'll get one set of the arms and one set of frames, ah. but on Soundcore, you'll actually be able to choose which of the 10 different models you want as your primary pair of frames. They also come with a case and a charger, a magnetic charger. Um, so you'll be able to do that. And then you'll also be able to buy, again, as an option, one of the other nine sets of frames. So like I said, you can have, you know, when you're walking around your house, you can use the indoor, you know, clear frames. You don't need sunglasses in the house. Maybe maybe some people do, but yeah. I don't. Uh, <laughs> or you might then, want to wear your sunglasses you, you know, at yeah. night as the song goes. Yeah. <laughs> correct. Correct. Good, good call there. <laughs> and then, you know, at the same time, when you go, you're walking the dog, you're, you know, walking around the park, you're doing whatever, you can still listen to your music. There are two different um there are two different speakers one in front of your ear and one behind your ear and so you can really get i call it an audio waterfall it's not what we call it but it's an audio waterfall it's that open surround uh technology that 
really surround your ear so you get just as if you were having a conversation or were listening to speakers in a room, you get that full experience. So, and, and yet there's um, nothing but, in yeah. your ears, so you're you're not Correct. blocking out surrounding sounds, so you can even wear them yeah. while driving, for example, and in most states still be legal. <laughs> so could you just wear the glasses? So. I think so. I'm not an attorney, so I can't <laughs> comment on that. But, uh, you know, yeah, it's it's basically a whatever, instead of wearing an earbud, some people just don't like to wear earbuds or headphones walking around outside. You know, yeah. if they're sitting at a computer, that's fine. But if they're, you know, on the move, they just don't want to be able to have it. You know, even somebody like a biker, uh, you know, somebody who's on a, a mountain bike or a road bike, you know, you still need sunglasses, but you still want to listen to your music or and or take a call. So yeah. uh, some really great use case scenarios um, that, that we have for these. So we're really excited about them. You know, I think because we separate the arms from the frames and provide, you know, at time of launch, 10 different models. So we have clear ones, brown ones, uh, fashion forward ones, ones for that are kind of more toward aimed at women, you know, a little more feminine looking frames. So, you know, we're really excited about them. It's a it's really our first entry into lifestyle, uh, a lifestyle wearable product. So sure, as well, really you sh- as well you should be excited about it. We're in the middle of a discussion with the senior PR manager for Anchor Innovations and their SoundCore product line, Adam Weissman. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. There's much more to come, and be sure to check out the video at intotomorrow.com. We'll be right back. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. Be sure to check out the video of most of our radio interviews, especially this one, as we're showing you these very cool SoundCore frames, talking with a senior PR manager from Anchor Innovations, Adam Weissman. And I can already see folks that, you know, it's it's interesting enough when somebody walks by and they're on a phone and they're walking by you. Okay, clearly they're on the phone. Or they walk by you and they're talking to themselves, it seems. Oh, but then you see an earbud or, you know, some some cable coming down. But now you don't know because they're just wearing glasses or sunglasses. um, And yet they're talking to themselves or someone. So yeah, I want to be one of the first people to to just make people turn heads and go, okay, is is that that weirdo? (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's Dave. It's a a very cool technology. We we actually showed uh, a bunch of media folks a couple weeks ago at a, a launch event or not a launch event, but a preview event in London and another one in New York. And, you know, the reception that we got were, were, was really positive. So it really made us feel like, you know, this is something really cool. Uh, And I, and I will, you know, be, we'll, we're completely open. They're not going to have the same audio sound as you would get on a pair of in-ear earbuds or over your headphones, because it's like, you're taking your earbuds and holding them, you know, an inch and a half away from your ear. So, you know, it's more of a lifestyle product for us than, you know, the audiophile product. They still sound great, but, you know, you're not going to have super bass 
that you would get with something like our Liberty three pro that we just launched or a pair of our over ear earbud or headphones that we yeah. have. So, gotcha. you know, those are much, if you're looking for that audiophile experience and, and much higher quality audio experience, earbuds will be it. But if, if you don't like wearing earbuds for long periods of time, the sound core frames are, are a great option. And certainly if you're not in a very noisy environment, it's going to give you at least the sound that you're trying to listen to or those yeah. phone calls, you know, they're going to work well. Yep. Uh, like, for example, does a phone call come to both ears then because the audio is transmitted yes. to both arms? Yep. Ah, yep. terrific. And what we did, we talked about how they can come uh, with 10 available frames right away and that sort of thing, but we didn't yet discuss the price. So give our audience an idea of what they might expect to pay starting in early November. Sure. So again, when you when you order them, they'll come like this. Uh, you'll get the one set of arms and one set of frames. That will be $199.99. Okay. And then the accessory frames will be $49.99. So what I like to say is for $250, you can have an indoor pair and an outdoor pair of, of glasses. Or, you know, you can have one for you and one for your spouse. So uh, you know, if if she likes a smaller frame or a clear frame or a different styled frame, you can make them happy too. So. Gotcha, gotcha. And it sounds to me like this would make perfect holiday gifts as well. So if you're looking Absolutely. for someone who's a, a techie, for example, especially, or anyone for that matter, uh, that you think would appreciate something like this, uh, you might want to look into that as well. What is yep. your target audience, Adam, for, for these sound core frames? You know... <laughs> Again, it's anybody who, you know, wears glasses. So, you know, again, because we we, we enable you to put prescription lenses in, it makes a perfect uh, product for someone that wears glasses. And like I said, anybody who doesn't like wearing earbuds or is not comfortable wearing earbuds, uh, or maybe just they, they just have trouble fitting them in their ear. You know, yeah. some people just, for whatever reason, their ears are different shapes and they can never... They never feel like they can find that perfect pair of earbuds that uh, they that fit. So, you know, these are perfect for someone. You know, it's on the go. You charge them up. They uh, with with one and a half hour or with I'm sorry with ten minutes of charge, you'll get an extra hour and a half of playtime. Uh, and they have five and a half hours of playtime. So again, you know, if you're walking around the park, your your dog is has to has to go out. You can simply grab your sunglasses. You know, they turn on their, they have wearing detection. So they'll turn on when you put them on your head, uh, you grab your phone, your sunglasses, and you're on the go. So oh. that's, that's really who it's, it's targeted toward. It's, it's a lifestyle product. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's definitely something that, um, we see various different people wearing, including people like bikers or hikers or whatever. I like so. that uh, automatic wearing detection too. That's kind of cool. So yep. you don't have to even fumble for an on-off switch. <laughs> that's that's kind of yeah. Neat. When I when I put them on before, they the the noise comes right in. It just it just turned on again. So uh, when I put these on, they're paired to my phone and now they're connected. So if I was to play, I'm not going to play something, but if I was to play something, I would be able to hear them with with that with that clarity so terrific and and again your phone calls it might just be you're not listening to music walking the dog exactly. but the phone rings oh great now you're fumbling for that no no you tap it and you're on your yep. call soundcore.com for more info and of course being able to order from there as well i'm assuming yeah we uh we you can you'll be able to order on november 1st 
the Soundcore frames. We actually have one more thing that we we can share. I can share with you is we actually have a like a virtual try-on experience. It will be in our app as of again November first, and also on the Soundcore website. So if you'd like to see how you look in any of these different frames, you can actually do that. So wow. Uh, Really excited, but soundcore.com, you'll be able to, to check them out, to, to virtually try them on, and then experience them for yourself. Terrific. Well, Adam Weissman, Senior PR Manager with Anchor Innovations, the folks who bring us Soundcore, we thank you for spending a few minutes with us, and I'm going to arm wrestle you for some giveaways for our audience, so be prepared. I won't make you commit right now, <laughs> but you have okay. so many cool <laughs> things that Soundcore, especially these days, is providing that uh, we want to share some of those with our audience, so let's see what happens, especially before the holidays, and thanks for, thanks for spending a few minutes with us on Into Tomorrow. Thanks for having me, Dave, and great to see you again. Yes, indeed, and we'll look forward to meeting up wherever we are around the world. Remember those good old days when we used to be able to travel, so hopefully that'll happen again soon, too. Yep. We shall see. Soon. Maybe CES. Uh, fingers Maybe. and eyes crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed we'll be there as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Soundcore.com. Of course, when you visit intotomorrow.com, we get you there as well, and you'll be just a mouse click away from Adam's site and see what he and his team are up to on a very regular basis. So we do invite you to stay tuned. More coming up on Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. Don't go away here on the Advanced Media Network. Guys, stop putting your love life on hold. U.S. Pharmacy has some exciting news. If you've been wanting to try Viagra or Cialis, now is the perfect time. Call today and receive 90 little blue or little yellow pills for only $119 with free shipping. Why order some low-dose sildenafil from one of those subscription services when we can give you what you want now? Call 888-856-8066 and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Been thinking of trying something new to help your love life? Call U.S. Pharmacy at 1-888-856-8066 for as little as $119 for 90 pills. Need your package in a hurry? Call 888-856-8066 and ask about our express shipping option and we'll rush your order to you as soon as possible. Save money on this little blue or yellow pill you've been wanting to try. That's 888-856-8066. Again, 888-856-8066. How would you like to feel your best every day? For over 40 years, Human Touch has designed high-performance massage chairs, ergonomic zero-gravity recliners, and targeted massage products that not only rejuvenate the mind and body, but have helped owners perform, sleep, and live better. Sitting in a Human Touch massage chair is the perfect way to unwind, relieve pain, or recover from a hard workout. And it's all from the comfort of your own home 24-7. Anytime you need to relax sore muscles, de-stress, or even just take a moment for yourself. Human Touch works with medical practitioners, world-class athletes, and award-winning design teams to provide therapeutic benefits daily, but also offer an aesthetic appeal that captivates the eye and enhances any space. Ready to learn more? Visit humantouch.com. Human Touch. Your best every day. 
thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to invent help. You have nothing to lose. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Welcome back into tomorrow. Delighted to have you with us. You know, before Nokia sold mobile phones, they manufactured a range of all kinds of other items, including toilet paper, tires, and computers. Okay. Seems like a natural progression. It, it does, in <laughs> fact. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Oh, and when you participate on the program, did you know that you win prizes? I did. Yeah, well, you don't. Oh. You don't qualify. Well, but I knew. But you knew about it. I knew. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. So if listeners call in and participate, we hear you on the air. You win prizes. No promises, no guarantees, but let us know perhaps two or three of the items you're about to hear us talk about. And we'll do our best to get at least one of them to you. And we do have some goodies. From Sensation, we've got the Performer Deluxe All-in-One Party and Karaoke System. These things are pretty cool. They are, in fact, from Skosh, Magic Mount Pro Charge 5 Magnetic Wireless Charging Mounts. Very cool for your car. we still got some cut-and-go into tomorrow branded emergency seatbelt cutters and window breakers. Yep. From Human Touch. Oh, ho, ho, this one is already getting a lot of attention. Reflex 5S Foot and Calf Massagers. They provided us with several to share with you. And this make you feel really good. And if you've been procrastinating and haven't quite done your taxes yet, we still got some codes left for TurboTax for any of their products, so you can file them taxes. Yeah, there's that, too. So be sure to mention that to us. And if you need a TurboTax code, we'll also do our best to get you something in addition to that. All right. Telehealth services got a big boost from the pandemic. But how can your doctor give you a physical on a Zoom call? With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute, Brought to you by MarPay. Here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. One of the biggest healthcare changes due to the COVID pandemic was the enormous growth in telehealth services. With offices and clinics closed, patients had little choice but to meet with physicians online. Many doctors and patients soon realized the convenience and efficiency of telemedicine. No trips to an office and no waiting in a room full of sick people but doctors still need to perform basic examinations of heart, lungs, throat, and ears. Telehealth equipment exists that lets patients perform these tasks remotely, but few homes have these items on hand. A community clinic in Texas received a grant to get Taito Home exam kits that let healthcare professionals perform a basic physical over a remote connection. The clinic has placed these kits in 1,200 homes in their service area. 
This is an excellent example of how technology can bring healthcare services to underserved populations. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Alfred. Always a wealth of cool information. And always, the Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute is brought to you by MarPay, advancing employer health plans with advanced technology. Visit marpaihealth.com. Lots of cool stuff, always, from Alfred. And we learn something each and every week. We got an email from Sammy in Denver, Colorado, who downloads and listens to our free Into Tomorrow podcast. What might that email contain? Sammy says, I've decided to turn an unused bedroom in my house into sort of a budget home theater. Okay. And use a projector instead of a big screen TV to give it more of an authentic feel. Oh, I like it. Hopefully also a popcorn machine. Ooh. <laughs> Do you have any recommendations on good, inexpensive home theater projectors? Oh, well, Sammy, the size of the room, of course, will be a big factor, as well as how far you can stretch your budget. The truth is that cheap projectors are just that, cheap, not inexpensive. They won't perform as well as more expensive ones, obviously, and you'll probably have to at least budget for some blackout drapes on the top of the projector. If the room is small, look for short throw projectors. The downside of those is that they generally aren't cheap. The cheapest one on Best Buy right now is about $650. Now, if you want a traditional projector that you can run from the opposite wall, then the prices start to go all over the place. Uh, for example, you can buy a $65 projector or a $5,000 projector. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. So $65 <laughs> or $5,000. Yeah. And all in between, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, now, $5,000 is probably not necessary unless you are a huge movie buff. But avoid anything below about 250 bucks, And even then, have a good look at them. Uh, you won't find a good 4K projector for that price, but you may be able to find decent 1080p projectors from brands like Epson and BenQ. Now, if you stretch a little more and can get closer to the $500 range, you'll find a much better 1080p projectors like the Optoma HD146X, but you'll still be in the 1080p range. Uh, you may be able to get a better deal for your money if you buy a big 4K TV instead. You can find 50-inch and even 60-inch 4K TVs these days for less than the price of that Optoma projector. Yeah. Now, I do like, Sammy, what you're trying to do to use a projection system and a screen because it does give you a, a lot more of that home theater. The screen I have, a drop-down screen in my house, haven't used the projector in a while, but it takes my 65-inch LCD TV drops down in front of it, and now I have a 110-inch screen, which is pretty cool. It's just that we don't go through the hassle of doing that all the time. And the main projector has had a bulb burned out forever and costs a fortune to replace the bulb. So we're back to mostly using the TV. But you can certainly make a, a TV room with a TV if it turns out you don't like the projector idea. Yeah, and if you kind of build the TV into the wall and, you know, make it like flush mount against the wall, then it'd be kind of like a, you know, movie screen anyway. Yeah. You could even put drapes in front of the TV and open them. There you go. As, <laughs> as if they're opening in a in a theater, like when, you know, here comes the the uh, the big, what the heck do they call it? Feature now? presentation. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Now the feature presentation. You know, you could do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet. Enjoy more of everything the internet has to offer. Text radio to 35000 for more info. Again, text the word radio to 35000. Robert in Miami, Florida listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast. 
podcast. Hey there. I just wanted to call and thank Cameron for such a fantastic answer to my question about games for my brand new Android phone. I'm going to certainly try them out. Thank you very much, Cameron. Also, Dave and Chris, I can see you got a replacement just around the corner. The kid is incredible. Thank you, guys. This question is for Dave and Chris. I want a two-way radio system so that I can communicate with the wifey from home to my vehicle as I travel to and from work. What do you guys recommend? I know that there's GMS out there. I don't know if it requires repeater service and fees. CB radio, I'm familiar with it, but I also know that it's overpopulated with all kinds of people. What do you guys recommend? Something that's decent and will have privacy to some extent. Well, Robert, the list is pretty short. If you want to avoid a license, you're looking at FRS radios. That's family radio service, which are basically simple walkie-talkie devices. Theoretically, the range is two miles, but that assumes that there are no trees, buildings, hills, that kind of thing. It also assumes that your batteries are always fully charged and that you're both outside in line of sight of each other. Realistically, you'll get much worse range, and it's not a realistic solution if you're looking to stay connected on the way to work. That's the end of your license-free options. Now, GMRS radios have a much better range, but still probably not good enough. In ideal conditions, you could connect to each other from 20 miles away, but you won't be in ideal conditions. In a dense urban area like Miami, you're lucky if you get a range of a mile unless you can put up a tall antenna at home. Yeah. Now, CB radio, yeah, they're still around. is very crowded, but your biggest problem will likely still be range. Your antenna will have a big effect, and a five-foot antenna may get you five or six miles of range, but probably not if you can't see the person you're trying to communicate with. Again, if you can build a tower and put your home's antenna on high ground, your range will certainly improve greatly. But if you need to send the signal through miles of buildings and trees and cars and overpasses, it's not really going to work. Yeah, GMRS and CB without a repeater or tall tower would probably work well if you wanted to stay in touch while you run to the store some blocks away or pick up dinner, but South Florida commuting distances tend to be on the long side, so they probably won't work too well for what you're trying to accomplish. The best option really, by far, in terms of privacy, sound quality, and overall performance, is still a phone. Yeah, I hope that that kind of helped you out, Robert. <laughs> Let us know if it works out for you in the long run. If you go radio somehow, how does that work? Intotomorrow.com is where we'd love to see you. One of my favorite Into Tomorrow tech facts for you. After the release of the 1996 film Scream, which involved an anonymous killer calling and murdering his victims, caller ID usage back then tripled in the United States. Which worked out well for us because at the time we had a, a store that sold caller ID devices and yes. other things. Yeah, <laughs> we had a phone store, beepers, that kind of stuff. Yeah, we sold a bunch of them and we wondered why because I'm not into horror movies. 
<laughs> this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitoring System. Know before you go high or low with customizable alerts and alarms. Visit dexcom.com. I hope and pray that everyone listening subscribes to our free once-a-week tech newsletter. We don't spam you. It's free. It's only once a week. There, I've got that out of the way because I want to make sure you are aware of that. And we don't share your email address with anyone. So it's very simple. You visit intotomorrow.com. A little box pops up. You put your email address only in there. Then watch your emails and check your spam filters because you'll get a subsequent email saying, click this link to join us. Boom. You click that link and voila, every week you get the tech newsletter. And we've got goodies for you each and every week, like tech news. I know. Imagine that. And some hmm thoughts to make you smile. We've got links to uh, the prizes we have. We tell you who's coming up on the show. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Beth's weekly tech tip uh, this week. Use your tech to help fight your allergies with apps that keep track of pollen and other allergens in the air, as well as important information to track your personal allergy struggles. Oh, so we help you so you don't struggle too much. With various things, but how tech can make a difference in your life. That's all in the Into Tomorrow weekly tech newsletter. And how do you get it? Stop by intotomorrow.com and enter your address in that red box. Again, intotomorrow.com. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's our three of the three-hour Into Tomorrow broadcast for the weekend of Friday, April Fool's Day, April 1st, 2022. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And we got some tech news and commentary to share with you. And then Greg in Georgia, among others, standing by to join us on the program. want to remind you, as we always do, don't forget, please, to back up your important data. That includes pictures, videos. It includes business records. It includes your personal banking information. Back up your data and also have an important copy of your backup off the premises. If you're back to work in an office and you can stick a USB thumb drive in your drawer somewhere, do that with important stuff. Password protected in case it gets into the wrong hands. Or at your mother-in-law's place or I, whatever. I've always kept a backup of my work computer at home and a backup of my home computer at work. You are? Yeah. Are you using work computers for that purpose? To back up my work computer, my work data, yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. But just do back up your data. And what's the other important tip that we like to give everyone all the time on the show? To check your spam filters, especially if you had just called into the show. Oh, that's true, too, because you'd be getting a... Uh, an email from the prize team, yeah. and somehow or other, even though we don't mention prizes in the subject line, some of those have ended up in spam filters. Yeah. So do check. But also because you might have wondered why you haven't heard from mom in a while, or why some friend that you were communicating with suddenly disappeared. Or they you, may be in your spam filters. Or your long-lost relative in Africa that you know just needs your bank account information so they can give you your inheritance of $4 million. Yeah. I would note that in the spam filter and keep it there. 
And then just after you've checked everything, delete all that nonsense. Yeah. Might be important. The European Union agreed last week to one of the world's most far-reaching laws to address the power of the biggest tech companies, potentially reshaping app stores, online advertising, e-commerce, messaging services, and other everyday digital tools. Negotiators from the European Parliament and the Council reached a political agreement on the Digital Markets Act, which establishes a series of prohibitions and obligations for companies including Google, Facebook's Meta, Apple, and Amazon, and a number of smaller platforms. It's likely to include accommodation platform Booking and Chinese e-commerce giant Alibaba as well. The agreement targets interoperability of messaging apps like WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, and iMessage, with the EU saying that vendors still have to open up and interoperate with smaller messaging platforms if they so request. Yeah, and that's basically saying that if you know if, if I want to use my iMessage to message you on WhatsApp and vice versa, that those two need to be able to talk to each other. Yeah, exactly. And that if if your iMessage, in this case Apple, says we want to be able to work with WhatsApp, or whatever the case, then they have to allow it. Now, again, mind you, this is European Union because they're the ones that typically jump on this stuff and then make it happen. And all these other big tech companies hate the EU because of all these restrictions. But it does make them change some of their platforms, which benefit us in the U.S. Well, and I will say that the EU seems to do a much better job at protecting users' privacy than the U.S. does. Oh, much. Exactly. And this is another good example. Because our FCC couldn't care less. Yeah, I mean, we've run into that issue every year when we go to IFA in Berlin because we try to reach out to exhibitors to try to invite them on the show. But we can't because of the, the stringent privacy laws yeah. over there. We can't just, you know, farm for email addresses. Right. We like can't you just, can in the U.S. Exactly. We can't just send a mass email out to people saying, hey, exhibitors, we'd love to have you on the show. Tell us what you're doing. But we have to do a much more homework, which yeah. is difficult, but we do it. Because we bring you the latest from IFA. Which we can't wait to do again this year in September. Oh, my gosh. In September, it's right. In fact, join us because it's rarely, it's rare that it's one of the consumer tech shows that is open to consumers. Go figure. You can't go to CES. Well, we do because we're media. But unless you're a buyer or seller in the industry or a member of the media, you can't go to CES. They won't open, nor will they ever open it to the public. Maybe they will because fewer people go anymore the last few years anyway. So maybe they'll say, yeah, let the public in. We need help. Plus, IFA is you know, five or six days versus the CES, which was three days this year, two and a half days this year. <laughs> yeah. What a bunch of nonsense. Thank you, Gary. Moron. Yeah. Anyway, so we invite you to join us in Berlin. You haven't taken a vacation in how long, right? And you've always wanted to see Berlin, Germany. It's one of the coolest cities in the world. And we invite you to come visit us in Berlin, first week of September. Check it out. It's open to the public. You can come in. You can find our broadcast booth at IFA Next. Big area where a bunch of small companies, startups are doing fun, unique things. And then we'll get you a nice, refreshing beverage, even an adult beverage if you're over 16. 
Yes. In Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Those of us who signed up for recurring 99-cent payments to Apple for more iCloud space years ago might get some of that money back soon. Oh. That's because Apple apparently breached its own terms of service, resulting in the company agreeing to pay out a $14.8 million class action settlement. Oh, you got to love that. Yeah. The specific violation that, uh, was that Apple apparently stored some iCloud data on third-party servers instead of its own. Apple continues to deny any wrongdoing, but that isn't stopping it from shelling out cash to make the problem go away. Uh, you probably shouldn't expect a huge amount of money from this, though. That uh, $14.8 million sounds like a lot, but once it's dispersed among everyone who paid for iCloud storage a few years ago, it could wind up being a check for $2.79. <laughs> oh, but, hey, it's a check from Apple, yeah. and you can take it to the bank, and you can buy, let's see, a, a, a small beverage for lunch. For two seventy nine, I might just take the check and keep it, never cash it, so that I can you know, mess up their accounting. Oh, that's an even better idea. Yeah, exactly. Put it up on the wall. It's like, look, Apple paid me. Yeah. $2.79. Wow. Speaking of payouts, Spotify paid out $7 billion to the music industry last year, the highest annual payment from any single retailer in history. That, according to the audio giant, Spotify's royalty payments increased by $2 billion in 2021, up from $5 billion in 2020. In 2021, Spotify paid out more than $1 million in royalties apiece to 1,040 artists for recorded music and publishing, 126% more than in 2020. Wow. Very interesting. Greg in Woodbine, Georgia, listens on 93.7 WBQO when you need to know. Hey, Greg. Just wondered if there are any AM, FM radio receivers that have a programmable timer recorder on them like the old vcrs and the dvrs have now uh, not all radio programs or podcasts or have the ability to listen to them later and i'm often missing shows so i just wondered if there was anything available to record the programs and listen to them later well, Greg, there aren't many. It's very, very rare to find one that has that function these days. Now, we haven't seen any pure AM-FM radio that can record in a long time. But there are some radios that are sometimes sold with recorders. In particular, there are two types that we've seen come bundled with recorders in recent years. Weather radios, some of them, of course, and some shortwave radios. Yeah, shortwave enthusiasts like to pick up transmissions from the other end of the world. So it makes sense for some of those receivers to come with a recorder built in so that users can record what is broadcast during the daylight hours of a country far, far away. Uh, weather radios sometimes have them to always keep a log of the latest forecast in case of a weather emergency. Now, in both cases, most radios do not come with this feature, so check carefully. Also, check that the feature itself is not limited to just the weather bands or the shortwave radio. Uh, so, you know, good luck, Greg. It's not really easy to find what you're looking for these days. Yeah, but do let us know because it'll help other listeners if you locate one, and we'll do some more digging for you if you're unable to find one. Stay tuned and visit us often and regularly at intotomorrow.com. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips 
fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. That's 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy, just one call. Tell us the deductibles you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-901-5093. That's 800-901-5093. 800-901-5093. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. Do you take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does? Hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills. Just pour them in and Hero does the rest. So easy to use and saves me so much time. I never miss a dose. I'm never late for a dose anymore. And that is so critical to me. What I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use and I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget did I take that pill or not because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing, but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you in advance for calling in and participating on the program during our 26 years, bringing you the latest in cool consumer tech. That includes, of course, products and services and gadgets and gizmos and software and websites, all sorts of things as they relate to us consumers. Today, and into tomorrow. We love it when you participate, when you call in with any questions you have about anything involving technology, or perhaps you have some additional tips for one of our listeners, listeners helping listeners, some of our favorite calls. Maybe you just have some tech rage you wanna share, and that's fine as well. We just wanna hear from you. And there's so many easy ways. Let me share with you the three easiest ways to join us. Of course, the old fashioned way still works. You can pick up a phone anywhere in North America. It's toll free, 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Or on any device, 
with a browser and a microphone. So that could be your smartphone, your tablet, your laptop, your desktop, your shoe phone, anything is as long as it's got a browser and a mic. And then click on that Ask Dave mic button that's on the lower right of your browser there. And then we ask you to be sure to include your first name, where you're joining us from, and how you hear the show when you use that method. Or the easiest way is probably with our free Into Tomorrow app. Just search those two words in your favorite app store, Into Tomorrow. Download the app and participate that way. We sort of walk you through it. It's easy. Just mash that message to studio button and you're in. And of course, call in, win stuff is the mantra that we use because we love you to participate. And we send you goodies that are often provided by many of our guests and sponsors and friends of the program that provide us with cool things to share with you. The way the world shops is rapidly changing these days. Our next guest company is an end-to-end digital commerce solution for grocers. So this is something we all need. We all have to eat. Uh, We all, most of us at least, unless you can afford to have someone do it for you, which must be nice, uh, typically shop at a grocery store and get our food and prepare meals and do that sort of thing. Well, the CEO of a company called Store, without the E, store.ai, is Orly Tall. Orly, welcome into tomorrow. Thanks for coming on. How are you? Great, Dave. Thank you for inviting me over. It's our pleasure, and I understand you're joining us from Tel Aviv, so I'm assuming that's where the company is headquartered, yes? We're headquartered in Tel Aviv and in New York. Oh, okay. Terrific. So tell me a little bit about the mission as a company, and then let's get into how it is that you help grocers and then how it ultimately helps us as consumers. Sure. So Story AI, as you mentioned, is a customer-first digital commerce uh, solution focused on the grocery industry. Now, our solution includes an e-commerce platform and an advanced fulfillment solution. And what does that mean? It means the app that the picture, pickers are actually using in order to pick your online orders. And together with that, an artificial intelligence a- a- engine that powers and personalizes the entire shopping experience. Uh, so we serve more than 200 grocers in multi-geographies in the U.S., Canada, Israel, um, and anything we develop in the company needs to serve both the benefits of the retailer, but just as much of the end consumers. And and the fact that these two correlate very highly is is, is great. Ah, very cool. Now, tell me, though, a little bit early about what does that mean? You say a picking app. Uh, for those of us who, I'm assuming it means picking or selecting products. Is that what that is? If not, correct me. Precisely. You know, after you after grow after shoppers send out and check out in the in the web in their websites, somebody actually needs to go through the store and pick the order. And we developed this very sophisticated solution in order to make that very beneficial for the retailer, but just as much for you know, our consumers. So then what's unique about that particular picking app? Uh, Because a lot of folks, uh, certainly in the U.S., might be familiar with various companies that will go around and and collect the items that, as you mentioned, that you have selected from a website. Um, I know that there's a couple that do it in uh, in our uh, probably more popular Publix supermarkets here in South Florida, for example. Um, And you can have folks, I mean, you still do your shopping online, which is good, but then they go and, and obviously pick these 
these particular items, probably without not, not with the exact same finesse that you might do <laughs> as shopping for your own stuff, but hopefully very similar. I mean, I've watched them in produce. They're, they're feeling the produce and hopefully getting you the better stuff uh, so that you will use them again. So, I mean, there is an incentive for them. But what makes this particular picking app different? Okay, so let me t let me try and and, and and touch on all the friction points. Okay, uh, because you know um, the the picking is a place where you can create a lot of friction with the customer. And let's talk about um, the out of stock and substitution, which are a huge frustration for online shoppers. Sure, I don't think that the general public is fully aware of how challenging it is to run an accurate inventory in a grocery store. Your average grocery store uh, supermarket sells 30,000 products and the inventory is constantly changing. So just imagine, it's, it's a huge number of products. So how do we do, deal with that? The, stores, the store AI solution is tightly integrated into the store's uh, point of sale. And so if just imagine that the store just sold five boxes of the Nestle cereal and it's out of stock. We know it, we know it immediately. And what we know how to do is automate, automatically make it disappear from the website until it's back in stock. Oh. So we're prevent, preventing users from buying products that will not be delivered to them you know, from the beginning. Right. Now, Therefore, the, the friction that you talk about, obviously, is now eliminated because it's not even there. So they're having to then, the, the consumer, it seems, would then have to pick something similar, uh, select a different cereal in, in this example, um, and it would be in stock because you still have it on the site. Precisely. Okay. And, and in addition to that, we provide the picker, the, the person that is actually picking the order, an availability score for each and every order. So when the picker just finished picking, you know, one of the customer's orders, he needs to, he sees the availability score. So let's imagine that he got a 92%. That means that 8% of the order is missing. Now, he's not the only one that sees that score. Also, his manager sees it. Hmm. And if it's below a certain score, the system will prevent the picker from, from completing the order and sending it out to the customer. Um, so ma managers have the ability to monitor the orders before sending it out and doing some quality assurance uh, and, and, that may, and, and, and making sure that they're getting happy customers. So the out of stock is a huge frustration, I think, for all of us as, as shoppers. Oh, for sure. But, but it seems to me that some of the order is better than none of it, right? If you say it, it prevents the picker, uh, what a bizarre job description, but, uh, but obviously it's what it is. Uh, it is. It prevents the picker from completing the order if, it's, if it falls below a certain, thre a certain threshold. It seems to me that if I'm the consumer, I'd say, well, at least get me what you can, you know, and I'll work on getting the other stuff somewhere else or, you know, another day or something of that sort, would that not be the case? Exactly. And and sometimes, you know, and so why do we show that score? Because sometimes, you know, customers are not getting the products they ordered, not because the products are actually not in the store, but because the picker just couldn't find them in the store. Uh, huge stores, huge catalogs. Yeah. So our system navigates the, pick, the, the picker, the shopper, 
just like Waze does, you know, like you would, you know, go somewhere mm-hmm. and helps the picker find each and every product quickly and accurately. So, um, so, so you see how this product serves both the retailers and the consumers because high availability scores means that, you know, uh, you know, you get higher customer satisfaction. Oh, okay. um, so, so again, finding the right products and sometimes, you know, just, yeah. You, you, so, mentioned, um, you mentioned that uh, grocery stores have an average of some 30,000 products. I'm, I had no idea. I mean, I think I buy way too much when I go grocery shopping, but <laughs> I, I didn't think in terms of that they have that many products there. And it kind of makes sense, sure, because it might be the same thing, but a different brand. That's another product and, and that kind of thing uh, or categories of products or otherwise. That's a lot of stuff to keep track of. We're talking with Orly Tall, the CEO of Store.ai. That's Store without the E, dot AI. And we'll continue our discussions. Please stay tuned as Into Tomorrow continues right here. From our Miami studios to our discussions with our guest from Tel Aviv, Israel, the CEO of Store.ai, we're talking to Orly Tal. Does it also help to improve efficiency in terms of ordering more next time? Or is it a a scenario where you're able to maybe track are these seasonal only kinds of things or holiday coming up so you better anticipate more of this, this and this, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, do you get involved uh, to that extent? Of course. And as I mentioned in the beginning, one of the things that we have is a, is a personalization and personalization engine. And that personalization engine serves a few places. So first of all, it influences the entire customer experience, shopping experience. So when the customer shop it checks out, one of the things that the system knows how to do is to suggest all the products that the customer probably forgot to put in the cart based on their purchasing history, based on their lifestyle, even based on their purchasing uh, frequency. Hmm. So let's just imagine that, you know, I'm buying detergent every three weeks and I and I forgot to put the detergent this week. The system will will notify me and suggest me to put that detergent and also suggest products that I usually buy that are on sale and and, and all, all kinds of other suggestions. So that's in terms of enlarging the, you know, the, the basket, va- the basket value. But this is the one. This is one of the most beloved features, you know, that of our, of our customers because they're just becoming more lazy. Say, oh, the system will just remind me. You know? <laughs> they, they just, they, they just know perfectly. Yeah. And uh, so it's a perfect experience. But if we're going back to the fulfillment, to the, the, the picking, uh, you know, picking your order, so. Um, sometimes products are missing and need to be replaced. Now, the major problem here is that the consumers are getting irrelevant substitutions. 
And in most cases, they are based on the picker's decision. You know, he's just sitting, he's standing around, you know, in front of the shelf and saying, oh, what should I select? And that shouldn't be the case because he, she don't know my preferences, my yeah. preferences. Yeah. So in these cases, what the product, you know, when the product is missing, our system provides the picker with personalized substitutions. And these are tailored for each for the specific customer uh, the the picker is 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 picking for, and um, so and and that's of course a whole new ball game. It's you know you're getting something that is exactly what you would select if that product was missing. So that's where it sounds like a, a lot of the AI or artificial intelligence plays that important role uh, as part of that machine learning, whether it's my habits, which some people might think, well, gosh, that's really getting private, isn't it? Well, do you want the helpfulness, which I would, you know, if it's like, well, Dave, you always get peaches, you love peaches, but you didn't put that on your order. Oh, yes, please get me some. Oh, sorry, they're not available now till December, <laughs> you know, or whatever. But at least it's reminding me of something that I might frequently get, or every time I'm going to the grocery store, I'm getting 2% milk. It's not on your list. Do you not need it? Uh, so that, I can see how that could be very, very helpful to the consumer, and then as a result, obviously, to the retailer, because they're selling another product that perhaps I forgot, or maybe I'm just being reminded and say, you know what, let me run and check. You know, yes, I do need more milk, you know, whatever. Uh, either way, I can see where that can be very, very handy. Uh, so kudos for you guys on, on doing that. I think the idea of helping the picker is important as well, because yeah, I've seen them in, in the stores, you know, saying, well, I mean, sometimes they'll talk to themselves even. Well, I don't, they don't have that. Ah, I hope they like this. You know, well, that's that's not the way to do it, right? Maybe there's a food allergy involved in the other item that they picked, or any number of things, or they just don't like the taste, or they they don't want to buy that brand. You know, they're they're too woke or something. Whatever the case, you know, there are reasons why the customer asked specifically for what they ask for. Uh, so it's good that you guys are able to get into that. I'm wondering though about it. Almost comes up, I think, in, in nearly every interview these days about how the pandemic has has affected things. Um, how has e-commerce in this case affected the grocery industry? Uh, has it changed dramatically because of COVID-19 pandemic? Well, that's a, that's a great question. So just to set the scene, you know, for years, nothing was really happening in online grocery. Mm -hmm. And it was really a small fraction of the overall business, two to three percent. And actually, grocers were actually reluctant to go online. And for a very good reason because their customers, I mean us, we were doing all the hard work, walking through the aisles, picking <laughs> yeah. the orders, standing in line, paying, and even delivering the goods back home. Sure. So, but, but, but COVID has changed the course of the events. And today, online grocery is crossing the 10% and is expected to double itself in the next three, in the next uh, three to four years. So yes, wow. there's a, a huge change. And we also sh see a shift in shoppers' behavior. So more customers are becoming hybrid customers, customers that are buying online and in the store. Sure. And, you know, in the near future, everybody's going to be hybrid. And and I know our retailers are reporting a decrease in in-store visits. Hmm. And, and customers feel more comfortable with using digital tools. You know, it's it's, it's like a revolution. Yes. And and even the uh, the average basket value has risen by in in our case with our customers by 22%. So it's, nice. it's for much 
And and I think that the last thing that I'd like to, to, to point out is that there's also a shift in customers' expectations regarding the last mile. Uh, so one hour delivery is suddenly a must, you know. Yes. Yeah, we don't want to uh, wait. So we have no patience. It's like I want my groceries or anything now. Right. <laughs> I remember so, when Amazon used to do that. And then they got to like two or three days and people were like, whatever it is, what it is. Well, they, everybody needs to get back to that. You know, we, we want our stuff now. It's not unrealistic, I don't think. It's, yeah, it's, it's going to be very interesting to see how this course of event, you know, uh, yeah. figures out. So um, I'm, I'm very intrigued. Good. Personally. Well, terrific. Uh, Orly Tall is the CEO of Store.ai. It's store without the E. Apparently, the E's were more expensive. Store.ai. And we'll get you there, too, when you visit into tomorrow.com. Orly, thank you for some very interesting insight. Uh, I mean, everything from 30,000 items in the average grocery store to only 2 or 3% were doing it online. Uh, and that certainly, one would expect, increasing more and more and certainly will increase more. And I also get the fact that retailers want you in the store if you can, if you want, if they can get you there, because you're going to buy more. I mean, how many times we might say, well, I need three or four items, so online we're going to click, 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 and buy. But if we're in the store and we're passing other items, oh, that looks good, or this is on sale, or, oh, I'm in the mood, you know, never shop hungry, right? Uh, <laughs> but you end up with more stuff. And of course, now they're also still making us do the work by self-checkout, but that's a whole other show, a whole other interview. But thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us from Tel Aviv and, and shedding some really cool light on this issue. Dave, it was a pleasure. Have a great day. You thank too. You. Oh, thank you very much. I'm Dave Graveline bringing you further into tomorrow. There's much more to come. Stay tuned right here on the Advanced Media Network. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral cost skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate log, call LifeCare at 800-956-0683. 800-956-0683. How would you like to feel your best every day? For over 40 years, Human Touch has designed high-performance massage chairs, ergonomic zero-gravity recliners, and targeted massage products that not only rejuvenate the mind and body, but have helped owners perform, sleep, and live better. Sitting in a Human Touch massage chair is the perfect way to unwind, relieve pain, or recover from a hard workout. And it's all from the comfort of your own home 24-7. Anytime you need to relax sore muscles, de-stress, or even just take a moment for yourself. 
Human Touch works with medical practitioners, world-class athletes, and award-winning design teams to provide therapeutic benefits daily, but also offer an aesthetic appeal that captivates the eye and enhances any space. Ready to learn more? Visit humantouch.com. Human Touch, your best every day. I can't let diabetes get in my way. So here's what I do. I wear the Dexcom G6. It continuously sends my glucose numbers to my phone. And the arrow shows me where I'm headed and how fast, without finger sticks or scanning, making it much easier to keep my glucose in range. The more time I spend in range, the better I feel, and the more I can cross off my list. Don't let diabetes get in your way. Check out Dexcom.com slash in range. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G6 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted 24-7 protection? Peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Call 800-970-8405. That's 800-970-8405. On air, online, on now. Wow, it's echoey. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast. In fact, it'll be easy for most Into Tomorrow listeners. They've got plans starting at just twelve dollars a month. Go to blubrry dot com. It's time for our EFA History Feature. IFA is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world. With this week's look back at IFA's historic past. Here's Chris Graveline. IFA history. history. In 1973, the International Funkausstellung in Berlin, known today as IFA. See, I just like to say the long name. I, I know. You, want to, you just want to say International Farfignugen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it saw the market introduction of the first home video recording system in the world. Let's get it started. That's pretty much what they said. The VCR system by Philips and Grundig. Home video recording had been made possible by an invention of Telefunken engineers. Uh? Helical scan, which allowed the machines to record in very small tracks without crosstalk. Most illogical. Telefunken and Teldec, the joint record company of Telefunken and Decca, introduced the first picture disc named TED. The TED disc was read with a pickup needle like a long play audio record. That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. Transfer of data complete. Oh, well, thank you. And we will visit ifa-berlin.com. And we'll visit IFA in Berlin in September. Yeah. And we'll get you probably two, three, four weeks, a couple of months worth of interviews, whatever. While we're there, so do stay tuned. So, you know, scientists at the Institute for Basic Science in South Korea have calculated that a quantum battery could reduce electric car charging times to three minutes on a home charger or 90 seconds on a supercharger. Of course, one of the biggest problems with EVs, electric vehicles, is you got to sit there while it charges. And people think, yeah, it's fine. I sit there, I plug it in, it charges, I catch up my emails or, or I watch a show or whatever they do. 
But while billions of dollars are being spent on quantum technologies, unfortunately, little is being done for practical quantum battery use, according to several reports. But if they could do it, 90 seconds on a supercharger. Three minutes if it's a home charger. Can't they put just like a really big Qi charger in the, in the vehicles and then I can embed something in the driveway in front of my house so that it's when I pull up and I park in and the car's charging. Somebody's working on that too. Actually, I think it's uh, Volvo, I believe, is working on that. Yeah. They're testing it on uh, in some a uh, few taxi stands. Yeah, just to be able to pull up over the device and then it charges while it's parked there. But apparently it's doing it overnight. Or over several hours or something. Yeah. Well, just crank up the juice. You know, what is it uh, Tim Allen used to say in the show? More power. Yeah. You know, give yeah. it more power, it'll charge faster. It's, that's I don't true. I think it works that way, though. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that easy, because if it were that easy, then more people would do it, and it would already be done. <laughs> Speaking of Tim Allen. Yeah. <laughs> Russia's communications regulator has threatened to fine Google over its failure to follow the country's orders to remove certain, quote, illegal YouTube videos. In a translated version of its post on Telegram, the agency warns it may fine the tech company up to 8 million rubles, which is about 100,000 U.S. dollars, an amount that... Not, I don't think... Not these days. <laughs> yeah. It's about twenty. Probably. <laughs> um, it's an amount that will increase to 20% of Google's annual revenue in case of a repeat offense. The agency alleges YouTube, quote, promotes the distribution of false content about what it calls the country's special military operation in Ukraine. Mm. And it accuses the platform of discrediting the Russian army. It also says YouTube houses extremist content with calls to carry out violent action against Russian servicemen. Interesting. I wonder if Google's going to even care if the no. Russia slaps him with a fine. God, at this point, I'm thinking, yeah, good luck collecting what it. What happens if they don't pay? Oh, you're not going to allow your service in, in Russia? Oh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, we pulled our stuff out of it anyway. Exactly. So yeah. speaking of Google and more Google news, they're reportedly working on a Nest Hub with a removable tablet. That, according to a source, analysts believe the device would run on Android, of course, though the company has not confirmed that. It sure looks like they're trying to copy the Meta Portal device, don't you think, though? Yeah. Because if the, if it's a Nest Hub with a removable tablet, that's kind of what the Portal is. We have one here in the studios. Don't use it for much. It's just that it's connected to Alexa, so we kind of use it for asking her questions or something. Yeah. At least it's not one of those checking the weather. At least it's not one of those creepy portals that follows you as you're you know moving around. It does. To some degree. Well, when yeah. you have the camera uncovered, and if you're on, like, a call, yes, it'll it'll follow it'll you, zoom, but it's but not it, turning right, the physically. The device itself, right? They have a model where the device itself apparently will turn oh, yeah. and swivel. And, yeah. yeah, and that's just creepy. Yeah. That's like uh, eyes in a painting following you. Yeah. <laughs> According to a new study, social media use is more strongly linked to bad mental health for adolescents and teenagers during years around puberty and when they're probably about to leave the house. Teenagers who used social media more frequently in those periods scored lower on measures of life satisfaction one year later. Many researchers say things like Instagram and TikTok probably aren't entirely bad for all adolescents. They're not entirely good either, though, and can cause documented problems with body image, but the impact varies. For some kids, at some points in time, it may help them socialize and build relationships. For others, at other times, it may be a hit to their self-esteem. Hmm. The challenge has been figuring out which teens are at risk and when they're at risk so that experts can develop strategies to help them. I think most parents would agree that anti-social media is anti-helpful to the kids most of the time. Yeah. If once in a while they get a little tip or a little something that might help in school or it's just fun to watch, not getting them into trouble, but, oh, this was cool or wasn't that neat or something. 
fine, but the vast majority of the nonsense on most of these anti-social media platforms is not worth it. Yeah, the kids need to get off social media and get outside to play. When you were little, that was what you did. Exactly. And you I went outside I, to play. And I was I'm a better person today because of it. Well, the better person. Well, just imagine how much worse I'd be if I didn't. <laughs> okay. I guess we can we can agree to look at it that way. Would you subscribe to your iPhone instead of buying it? No. Well, Apple might be planning a hardware subscription that would allow customers to make monthly payments toward iPhones. Bloomberg reports the service could be launched by the end of this year. I just don't know if that's going to be that, a good thing or not. That just makes about as much sense as somebody renting a house for 10 years and paying over $200,000 in rent when they could have owned the thing. You're describing yourself. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say that. <laughs> well, I see. Well, why don't you just make more money and buy the house? Okay. Can I make more money? No. Not here. Okay. Well, then. We're, we're, this is radio. You're not going to make more money. Do you think you are? Howard Stern or something? No. Please. That buffoon. Anyway, um... <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's very few of us that make that kind of money. Yeah. <laughs> very few of us. Notice how I said that? Mm -hmm. Do us a favor. Let's meet at intotomorrow.com. I'll be there. It's Into Tomorrow. We thank you for tuning in. We thank you even more when you call in and participate. So many easy ways to do that and win prizes for doing so. So join us anytime at your convenience, even 3 o'clock in the morning if you're thinking of some tech question or help for another listener, what have you. 800-899-INTO or use the Ask Dave microphone button at intotomorrow.com. This portion of Into Tomorrow brought to you by the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitoring System. Make knowledge your superpower for managing diabetes. Visit Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M.com. And, of course, not to be left out, I failed to mention you can use the Message to Studio button on the free Into Tomorrow app, which I trust you already have on your phone. I do. You better, or that's a condition of employment. Um, but you can listen to the show 24-7. You get tech news 24-7. You can contribute to the show anytime 24-7. A bunch of other stuff. You can contact us any number of ways there. But there's that message to studio button. You can ask a question through the app or help another listener or share some tech rage, whatever the case. And when you do, when you're heard on the air... We got fabulous prizes for you this week. For example, from Human Touch, we've got a Reflex 5S foot and calf massager. Several of them. So a lot of folks are going to be feeling really good. How about from Sensation, their Performer Deluxe all-in-one party karaoke system. And your last chance to pick up one of them codes for TurboTax so you can file your income tax fast and easily. Yep. Skosh sent us a bunch of goodies. This week we're sharing with you some Magic Mount Pro Charge 5 magnetic wireless charging mounts. From Cut and Go, we've got a bunch of uh, the Into Tomorrow branded emergency seatbelt cutters and window breakers, something that should be in everybody's car. Yes, because you, you never know. This is the kind of thing you hope you never need, but you have it in your car. And it has our Into Tomorrow logo just to remind you that we are hoping to keep you safe and to help you in an emergency. So 800-899-INTO anytime at your leisure or the Ask Dave Mike button at intotomorrow.com or, of course, 
the Into Tomorrow app and just mash that message to studio button. Do join us anytime. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and Netbooks. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Into Tomorrow.